Adventures in Stereo presents A Girl Named Winter, Episode 4. Story by Charles Martin. Narrated by David Souza. Music by Gabriel Galeer. Tabitha's heart leapt as she saw light glowing on the marine radio. But as she crawled through the sideways hatch leading into the cabin, she saw it was only a trick of the moonlight. Still, she carefully crossed over the wall and reached the radio. She flicked the switch up and down, hoping for some sign of life in the battery, but received none. She turned, stepped over the control board, carefully propped herself up on the steering wheel so she could reach the first aid kit. It was locked in the cabinet on the far wall, which was now the overturned boat ceiling. She unlatched the cabinet. The door flew wide open and a large blue bag tumbled out. She hopped down and zipped open the bag. In it were six pouches, each with big block letters advertising what sorts of life-saving treasures were stored inside. Bleeding, wound care, burns, medications, fracture sprain, and CPR instruments. The simplicity made Tabitha laugh and hug herself. An emergency could now be solved just by opening the appropriate pouch. We can do this, Tabitha told herself, clearing tears from her eyes. Banging and scraping from the guts of the ship drew her attention up. She zipped the bag slung it over her shoulder and climbed over the control panel to get to the ladder. She looked into the passageway below where her sisters were dragging luggage along the wall, which were now on the floor. Winter was also pulling a bright green plastic toboggan. As her sisters stumbled forward, hopping over doorways and kicking loose beer bottles out of their way, the toboggan wedged into a wall sconce. Winter jerked it free and continued pulling it towards Tabitha, her smile big and proud. We don't have time to go sledding, Tabitha said, amazed and angry that she even had to forbid such a ludicrous idea. Well, duh, Winter said, her eyes rolling like the animatronic eyeballs of the cat-shaped wall clock back in her bedroom hundreds of miles away. It's for carrying all of our stuff, Lucy said. It'll slide on the snow. Winter's eyebrows danced in her typical knowing fashion. The pride warmed Tabitha's skin like summer sunlight, but from the inside out. Aren't we the most clever of girls? Tabitha carried the first aid bag and led her sisters out into the night sky. She balanced on the doorframe and looked across the deck and down the snow blanketed ground 20 feet below. She smelled smoke. It was faint, but present. Her breath plumed white, but the heavy fur coat kept her warm. For now. The foolish man dressed warm too, but it only delayed hypothermia. Are you sure we have to leave? Lucy asked. Winter pushed past and looked across the snowdrifts. 
Something's burning, Winter said. Can't you smell it? Lucy sniffed, but the cold had disturbed her sinuses, stiffening up her nostrils so she couldn't smell much of anything. The wind picked up, and small swirls of snowflakes chased each other across the expanse of the endless snow drifts. Hidden within the moonlight splashed white plains. Four sets of cold black eyes watched the wreck yacht with curiosity, fear, and a good deal of hunger. They'd never seen a human before let alone three so small and vulnerable. They would not approach the wreckage until they were certain it was safe, but would soon find out that the humans would instead come to them. An explosion rattled the ship. It wasn't big, but smoke began tumbling out through the cracked hull, escaping up into the stars. Lucy glanced back through the passageway, but saw no fire. She turned to the haunting green waves swimming through the clear night sky. Don't worry, Lucy, Winter said, taking her sister's hand. It's only the Northern Lights. But what if they are also the wings of the Angel of Death? They could be, Tabitha said, but they are not shining for us. Not tonight.